Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things. Things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Really? No, really. Really? No, really. Hello and welcome to this episode of Really No Really with Jason Alexander and Peter Tilden, both of whom would love you to subscribe to Really No Really, but are too proud to beg you for it. In today's episode, you'll meet the scientist who set the world record for the longest time spent living underwater. Plus, how the Titan submersible actually met its tragic fate, a debate on the merits of Aquaman's superpowers, and the secret to holding your breath for over six minutes. And now, here are two guys whose lives seem to be a desperate attempt to keep afloat, your hosts, Jason Alexander and Peter Tilden. So listen, before we, uh, it's a big day. Big day for us. You always say it's a big day. We, it's a big day for us. We're doing a, another episode. It's a big day. It's a special day. It's a thing. It'll give you, that's an indication of what my average day is like. <laughs> I got it. But uh, you want a little update on one of our previous? Uh, of co- always want okay, an update. Okay, so we did it. We did. We've interviewed uh, a gentleman who was on the team, the NASA team, that is evaluating UFOs. all this UFO He's stuff. He's the guy. That evaluation came out and they said, nothing, mostly nothing. Yet. Mostly yeah, nothing yeah. yet. Uh, however, they're lying, by the way. I just read, and this kind of made big news uh, over the last few days. In Mexico, they released photographs of two bodies mm-hmm. that they have said were uh, not of human origin. Wow. Not uh, their extraterrestrial wow. bodies. Made a lot of news, a lot of speculation. Right, right, on right. That. And then some scientists went in and did x rays. It seems that the legs of these aliens are a human arm bone and a human leg All bone. Right, right. And the skull, which was really the giveaway, kind of looked like E.T. Uh, they have determined is sort of the shaved-down skull of a llama. So uh, You can laugh. It's a space llama. It's a space llama. Space llama. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that doesn't prove anything. It's no. just a space llama. Absolutely. You've never heard of space llamas before? I have now. There you go. Yeah. And not... apparently they walked on their hands. Absolutely. And, uh, and crashed. You yeah. know what's amazing about extraterrestrials? They always get so close, and then they go... Uh oh, we're gonna hit. Right, <laughs> and they crash, yeah. and they crash. So, so you normally we, we update, always talk about uh, space exploration, but the truth is, right here on Earth, we have uh, largely unexplored. Uh, the majority of our planet is our oceans. Over seventy percent of our planet is ocean, and they know more about space 
than we, we do know about, about the ocean. About the ocean, which is amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. Which, and we don't know much about space. <laughs> <laughs> which tells you <laughs> so, we yeah. don't know schnee about oceans. Right. Okay. Uh, so our really no really of the day is a gentleman has recently surfaced after voluntarily living underwater for 100 days. Really? Really no really. And he's joining us now. He's a scientist. Yes. He's a doctor. He is. His name is Dr. Joseph DeTore. He is a retired naval officer. He has broken the record for spending time underwater, having spent more than three months living inside a 100-square-foot pod Oof. in the depths of the Atlantic Ocean to research the effects of pressurized environments on the human body. He was 22 feet below the waters in Key Largo, Florida. He's a biomedical engineer. He teaches at the University of South Florida. He uh, has a nickname, Dr. Deep Sea, which... Well, I'm not even going to go into that. No, we'll talk. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and he was at the bottom <laughs> of the Emerald Lagoon in the Jules Undersea Lodge. So far, this sounds like a Disney attraction to me. I think he spent no, 100 I days think, in a Disney I, attraction. No, he did not. And then uh, it's an underwater hotel here in the United States. He's broken the Guinness Book of World Records, which previously was 74 days. And uh, he has uh, come up under 100 days. We have Dr. Days. Dr. Joseph DeTore. How are Good you, Good to see you. hey. It's a small world after all. It might be a Disney. <laughs> uh, so, and we're so, off. So what we're asking, okay, first of all, you couldn't have stayed 105 just to pad no, the record? 100. Just to pad the record? What, in 100 days, you went, you know what? I'm done. I'm through. I'm, I've I had enough. You know, it's interesting you did the space tie-in thing uh, right from the very beginning because you're right. We do. We know more about space than we know about our own ocean. Yeah. As of 2012, three people had been to the bottom of the Marianas Trench. That number has climbed just a little bit in recent time, but not much. So when people ask me, why did you stay 100 days? I say, well, honestly, it's because I can't afford to stay 200. <laughs> the reason <laughs> being is you, they the, were charging you for the wow, room? Wow, no, they were charging you, yes. We, oh. we definitely, mm -hmm. it was funded in part by me personally. But the 200-day thing, that's how long it's going to take us to get to Mars going. So up. let's stay with that for I one second. Well, well, no, first I'm, all, I'm shocked that the hotel didn't go, hey, this is like a big deal for us. They had other people booked. The, the Kemmelsons <laughs> are checking in on Thursday. He's got to be out of there. Come on. They, they promised no, their kid a Wednesday call. check in, noon check in, late check in, and you can <laughs> stay. There's cost to run it. You right, know the drill. Right. And, and sure, people, yeah. the marching army, right? Like you got to pay a sound guy. That sound guy gets paid every time you go on. You know, maybe he doesn't get paid when you're not on, but. Yeah. So speaking yeah, of the money, it. though, let me let, let me get paid let me, much when we're on. Let me tie you. this in because this is, and you would know this. So in the 60s, 70s, Jacques Cousteau was really about let's build underwater cities, let's build pods, and Sea Lab happened, and all of that. And because of money, yeah. all of a sudden, it lost people lost interest, and yeah. it went away for years. Now all of a sudden, I guess James Cameron because of the Titanic and the other pod that's going down to do the Mariana Trench and has done the other four ocean depths too. Yeah, the five deeps, yeah. All of, yeah, all of a sudden there's interest again, and again, you did it again. Yeah. So is this starting to, and I know that there's, um, uh, in Tokyo, they're trying to build an underwater city, the spiral city with hotels and stuff like that. Yeah. Which looks crazy. Is this really, yeah. so is this, is this interest ramped up again all of a sudden that we're looking now saying this planet, we're screwed, we should really look at what's going on underwater? From your lips to God's ears, I mean, look, we, uh, we, we get many biomedical things that come out of the ocean. Sponges, we find new species of sponge. They're perfectly suited for curing what ails us. They're powerful antivirals. They're powerful medicines. So here's an interesting thing. We went to the bottom of the Marianas Trench in 2012. 
Well, when I say we, it wasn't me. It was James right. Cameron. Right. When I retired from the Navy, I got a call from James Cameron saying, or his people saying, hey, Jim wants you to come out to his house, look at his submersible and evaluate it. Wants you to write up what's going on and what he's done. And I'm like, I was a submersible expert. I said, sure, I'll go. James Cameron for whatever, you know. My daughter's like, tell him I love Titanic. <laughs> yeah. so, so I get out there and it turns out that when he went to the bottom of the Mariana's Trench, he found a sea lice down there and he captured it. Sea lice in the state of Florida, a teeny tiny nitinoid little, they'll bite yeah. you, they'll leave a mark. The bottom of the Mariana's Trench, they're like 11 inches big. He, he grappled it, brought it to the surface. We pulled the DNA sample off it. It's a partial cure for Alzheimer's. Really? So, so wow. to that point, in researching this, the thing that, that drove me crazy, the oh wow of your trip, you're only 22 feet down yep. for 100 days. Every illness that we talk about in the last five years has to do with inflammation. Everything's inflammation, yep. inflammation, inflammation. So I look at your trip and I see your oxidative stress went down, your cholesterol dropped by 70 points, your collagen went up, and you didn't exercise at all. This is all life. Oh, wait, did, you, was your, did, you, did your diet change while you were down there? Not at all. And the cholesterol dropped 70, 70 points? Yeah, well, as 72 is the exact number, but yeah. That's a well. Every single inflammatory marker in my body cut in half. So what happened when you came up? Uh, it actually dropped off a little bit. Both of those dropped off a little bit, so they're not quite as good, but they're still really good. Was there any negative effect on your body? Oh, yeah. So I'm six foot one inch tall, or I was when I started. I'm now six foot and a quarter inch. I lost three quarters of an inch. Oh, the I can't spine. go. I can't go. <laughs> I can't go. I'm, I'm, I'm cholesterol high, cholesterol high, cholesterol high. <laughs> wow. Well, you remember it's a small world after all. Yeah, like, right. Oh, any other, any other net? So did you, and I know something, did you sleep well and dream when you were down there? So interestingly enough, sleep plagues 50 to 70 million Americans. I'm, I'm, yeah. It's horrible for me. I sleep poorly, about 30% deep in rent. When I was underwater and when every single person was underwater, we did sleep studies, they slept. 60 to 65 percent in deep and REM. What? What's the what pressure? Are we what are you doing up here? Yeah, right? how, how much pressure? Why did we crawl out of the I'm ocean? ready to go now. Give There's me a what's no evolutionary <laughs> upside to us being up here. Yeah. How much pressure were you at in a, in a non pressurized capsule 22 feet under? Well, I, I actually wasn't a pressurized capsule. So that capsule had to be pressurized because the bottom of it was open. So oh. we're keeping the water out by keeping the pressure okay, out. Okay, all right. pushes the water out. That's okay. No, it's a great thing. And it's 1.7 times where you are, 1.7 to 1.8 times where you are right now. That is absolutely amazing. But And it you, was fun. <laughs> well, well wait, that's the, what I was going to, but it was fun. Now, I don't want to, I don't want to um, undermine the accomplishment of living in that kind of environment for a hundred days, <laughs> but you did have, it wasn't quite like being isolated. People came in. I saw photos of you with some, some, uh, students, I think your yep. didn't your mother come down? Yeah, mother. <laughs> so oh, don't say how old my mother oh, is. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, your mother may be. Rumor, but she looked sixty. But in C years, in C years. Yes. By the way, so, I get sued because I gave this mother's age. Yes. My mother, my mother goes, my mother goes down to Florida. Takes diving lessons. Comes down to visit. By the way, all Jason and I could think of, all we could think of is this. 
Well, I'm finally in the capsule. I can get a break from my mother for a little bit. Right. And you're knocking yeah. on the window. A woman is scuba gear going, right. hello, uh, yeah. you don't call just because you're underwater? You can't Mr. answer Mr. a text? Mr. Big Shot. Joseph, hundred... when was the last time you cleaned this place? <laughs> <laughs> now, Did she bring pick? That's what I don't understand. Now, your mother must be extraordinary because um, I, have, I have a doctor who says, go, do, try it, have it, be it. If it's not going to kill... I once said to him, I'm going to take a scuba diving lesson. Now, I have mild asthma. I said, I'm going to take a scuba diving lesson. Yep. Do, they say before I can sign the paper, my doctor has to sign off on it. So you'll sign off on it, right? And he went, no. <laughs> no, I don't want you breathing compressed there. That is no good. But yeah, now, your mother over 40 decides. So I couldn't, go to, I couldn't come see you in the hotel. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, that's probably the truth. Uh, because regular asthma, if it's controlled with an inhaler, yeah. uh, maybe. Mm. Well, that's know, me. I'm controlled with an inhaler. It's one of these fine line things, right? I've, so, I've snoobed. I've done snooba. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what you're saying to me is the whole world of our underwater future is off limits to me because I can't, unlike your mother, who is of indiscriminate age, I can't yeah. make it down <laughs> right. to the hotel room. But I'm going. Yeah. See you, Jake. Bye, Peter. Have a fun. I'll stay up here. Plan is doomed. I'll be up here in, in hell. <laughs> in an abundance of caution, we would favor your health and we'd say, hey, you'd have to get yourself evaluated by a pulmonologist. Yeah. Now, I understand that I can't do compressed air through a regulator in my mouth, but if I was in a submersible, what, is yeah. that environment okay for me? Sure, that environment is okay because you're in the same environment that you and I are sitting in right now. It's one atmosphere. Right. You don't get the health benefits. You don't get the additional breathing ah. of oxygen. You don't get the cortisol drop. And the one thing you failed to mention, wait, so with the cortisol drop, and I mean, I'm talking from the 80s to the single digits, yeah. my cortisol drop, you have a corresponding increase or spike in testosterone. Okay. You know, how do I, hell, I, I don't need to breathe down there. It's fine. I got to go. All the other benefits will outweigh the breathing. Sit back. Let me handle this <laughs> since you're not going. <laughs> I'm going. No, you're not I'm going. I'm going. The minute we finish uh, this, I'm going what? down. I'm booking a, a ticket to Florida. I'm booking that room. And I'm going, it's 22 feet. What the hell's going to happen? 22 <laughs> feet. This guy wasn't in the trench. It's not like he was yeah. in the trench. Doc, he was 22 let me, feet down. Let me tell you something. There's a guy who plays cards at the bottom of his pool. <laughs> I've seen it on YouTube. This guy is not such a big deal. I could do what he did. Let me just tell you something, doctor. I've seen Jason try and go in the ocean. It takes him 20 minutes to acclimate. He splashes the Lelong. Takes me. It takes me an hour to get the wetsuit on, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. So what did the, what's, what's the, for people listening, what does the place look like? You said it's got an open bottom. What is it yeah, like so living there? Are you in a wetsuit the whole time? Explain that your day in that environment. Oh, great. It's it's basically two tubes and one tube is for sleeping. And it's basically probably like 18 feet long worth of usable space. And then it's eight feet in diameter, but it's a tube. So you really can't use most of it. So you have this teeny little walkway and that's it. Basically, you have about 50 square feet on one side and about 50 square feet on the other side. And that's it. That would go for about 5,000 a month in New York City. <laughs> in New York City. <laughs> and I would be, and I, now were you claustrophobic or because you're looking out? I guess there's windows and stuff. Now, you're, you're, I was a Navy saturation diver. I've been on submarines. I've been in torpedo tubes. I've did really oh, teeny tiny it. places. Oh, forget it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's like being oh, yeah. an MRI all day long underwater. In a teeny little bubble. <laughs> wow. Dude, that's, you're, that would not bother, that doesn't bother me. That that would not bother me. 
I can't even, I'm hyperventilating thinking really? about it, honestly. Yeah, that, the, no, that that I don't have a, a, a thing with. So I, I also know that during your mission, the 100 days, and there were people coming in and out, but that said, the thing that you said you missed the most, which was really interesting, was touch, was human touch, that that, that starts to get to you after a while. Yeah, I, I mean, I was limited to the uh, to the human contact, and right. I got a lot of people coming and going, but, you know, you don't have that that tactile, that high five, that shaking the hand, mm -hmm. that giving the hug. So, wow, you know, when you are deprived of that and then you come back to the surface and everybody wants to hug on you to congratulate you, it's like, whoa. whoa. Wow. Uh, yeah, you're all yeah, too yeah. close, right? So, I didn't, on a daily, yeah. go ahead. No, no, no. On a daily, you can say on a daily basis? On a daily basis, I would get up at like four in the morning because once again, I'm a creature of habit. I'll go in there, I'll have a cup of coffee, and then I'll start my eggs in the microwave. I'll do two or three eggs in the microwave, have another cup of coffee, and then I start doing science. I did science for about six to eight hours a day. It depends on my load, right? Blood, urine, saliva, electrocardiograms, electroencephalograms, blood pressure. Like we did real, no kidding science, uh, doing ear inspections, uh, basically camera, and, and uh, we're trying to look for viruses and things. And, and then, I would do about two or three hours of outreach to kids. I taught biomedical engineering from underneath the water at the University of South Florida. I lectured to 5,500 school kids, talked to them about preserving, protecting, and rejuvenating our marine environment. And then I do like two hours worth of news media outreach for day. Right. Crazy. So you didn't rest. You were really, really dumb. hours. Everybody's like, oh, you weren't stressed. You just hung out. I'm like, I work more down there than I ever did on the surface. I mean, I'm... I'm 55 years old. I'm, uh... No, we heard how you slack off on the surface. So we were all amazed that you did so age, much underneath. His age we're able to talk about, but the mother is off right. And you got to get him underwater to really. throwing it out there, 55. Uh, yeah. yeah, so you do the mask. Your mom's yeah, got to right. be a little. She had you when she was 12. 60 is what I'm saying, all right? That's um, right. <laughs> Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus nobody wants to outlive their money but it happens especially for women that's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! 
Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. We are devastating our our oceans. Uh, you know, yeah. it, it, unchecked um, in how we are um, killing our oceans is underwater living as viable for us if we do not reverse this trend. Oh yeah, no, unchecked, we can't do anything. We're you know we're running with scissors, right? Yeah. So you said it's seventy, it's over seventy percent water, and that's true. Right. But what you don't get is that we produce seventy or more percent of the oxygen on this planet is produced from the ocean. Right. We keep pooping on the ocean. We're going to lose the thing that we need the most. Right. I mean, we're we're already destroying land, right? So let's kind of. You know, okay, you want to be on land, go be on land. I get it. But try and figure out how you can preserve that one thing that gives us the lion's share of the oxygen on the planet. Hey, are you in a wetsuit the whole time you're down there? How are you living? No, we just said No, I know, but what do you change? What do you change into? How did you live down there? What do you wear? It's a hundred percent human environment. That's the problem. It's always open to the bottom. So I wore that ring, the aura ring, to to check my sleep and yeah. everything. When I was wearing that, there was this little maceration sort of thing because my ring was covering it. and It was 100% wet all the time. Oof. So I had that little white ring around your white pruny ring around where the ring was. So little things like that. Any cut that I got didn't heal well at all. It took a long time to heal. So there's some obstacles, true obstacles to living underwater. And infection is certainly one of them. You know, ear infection would be a horrible one. It would be a, a mission ender. Oof. I'm curious. Because yeah. you, so you're a good Can I go deal. back? What, sure. What other question is that? What do you wear? I just want... What do you I wear? Can't what, what, what kind of question is why, why am I asking? he's not in a wetsuit. What, he's wearing, what do you think he's wearing? A hula skirt? It got him to fascinating as far as the ring. It got there because he's fascinating. That doesn't mean you're... Oh, my God. I don't criticize your dumb questions. Well, and I just go like this. Pressed. I go like this. Hmm. And act wearing? interested. What are you wearing? This is like a phone sex call. What are you wearing? <laughs> well, you ask what they charge per night. Who cares what they charge? The, well, man, the man made an amazing, amazing discovery. I'll wear what I want when I, I get for these prices, I'll wear what I want to wear. Hey, next time you go down, I got a cousin who can get your rate. You can get your reduced bed and breakfast rate. My God. So I'm curious, you're a gregarious guy. Yeah. Was there any, when you came up from that environment, we know the medical end of it, where you dropped all of the inflammation stuff. Was there any depression after you came up? Was there anything psychological that changed? Oh, yeah. So what we did while we were down there, because we wanted to find out what happens when you leave a human in an isolated, confined, extreme environment. We did 19 psychological and psychosocial tests before, during, several times, and then after. And let me tell you something. When you live with yourself, and, you know, like I wasn't always alone. Mm -hmm. I spent a large portion of time alone, right? You got one person to talk to. And if you're not right with yourself, yeah. So, yeah, there was a little bit of depression. Uh Realistically, there was a little bit of anxiety. Um, you know, there were a couple areas where I was a little concerned and confused. But what I did was I used that time to look inside and I did my meditative breathing. I focused a lot on my faith. You know, I focused a lot on my science. And look, man, <laughs> put put your uh, put your issues aside. 
and uh, do your job. That's basically the job that I wanted to do for that time. But and how about coming up? How about after you came up? Did anything hit you a week later, two weeks later, three weeks later, where you found yourself in some weird place that you weren't in before that it may have impacted? Yep. I had a bit of, so yeah, there was a little bit mm. of depression involved in that. Uh, and, and like I said, had I not been focusing so much internally, I may not have come through that as well as I could have. So what it says is, look, we're going to go on this spaceship for 200 days just to get to Mars and then another six to nine months to come back. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're going to send some resilient people out there. We better at least. If, if you were advising somebody like Musk or, or anybody that's putting together the, the idea of that kind of an extended and isolated trip, what would you say are the most important factors to keep you know, people relatively sane? Crew selection criteria. This is absolutely the same as doing a saturation dive when you go underwater and you mm -hmm. can't. You are living this close to, you know, four or five of your closest friends, depending on how many people are coming on the mission. Yeah. It's not like we're going to have this huge ship. I mean, even Elon's ship, 35 feet across. That's not so freaking big. Right. When you <laughs> got a whole year. Yeah. You know, you can't like go outside to be like, hey, I got to go. I got I to get out of here. I'm going to look crazy, right? So you have to work together. You have to live together. You have to train together. You have to pick open every scab and sore on that person until they are, you, you know them like an open book or, you know, they crack, you know, because you want to do that before you get on the plane to go to Mars, yeah. right? Yeah. You either want them to be solid or your whole team to be solid. It means team training. It means, uh, you know, things like going to this underwater place and spending several months in the underwater place as a team. Why? Train like you fight, fight like you train, right? It's interesting. I saw there's a Spain's Beatrice Flamini is the name. She spent 500 days in a cave alone. And I read about I her, 500, no contact. She was being monitored, but no contact. But she had no problem doing it and said, I could have stayed, stayed longer. So some people, right. I guess, are, yeah, are built that way. Although, like you said, you don't know how she'd be on a mission. With yeah, some, with, well, with, how would with, she do in the game if there was another person? Bingo, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and then how does that person react? And then when you poke them, you know, when you poke the bear, do they pop or do they just laugh? Right. Like at some point, if you keep poking me, I just laugh at you. I'm like, oh, God, you're so stupid. But yeah. you got to get to that point and know what's going to happen because you can't leave the spacecraft. <laughs> yeah, you're there and you could end up losing it. Uh, well, there's another guy, the, the one Jason and I talked about in prepping for it, Albert Woodfox, who went to prison and lived in isolation for 43 years. Yeah, they lived put in, him, lived they in, put him in, uh, in, in isolation. isolation and he was exonerated. And he said the way he did it was he kept chores, he kept positive the whole time. The poor guy gets out finally, right when COVID hits, which is isolation, and then dies from COVID. Yep. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you look, if yeah, you look it's, one up, of, it's one of the great miscarriages of justice and, and just uh, an existential tragedy. But amazing, he lived, he was the longest person to live in isolation that we know, 40, 43, 43 years. Over how about, how about uh, going for the first asthmatic to do 30 days underwater? Jason. Yeah. <laughs> now it's I can I could do it. Let's set it up. I could do it. <laughs> He's I like, I saw think, this once in a cartoon. I'm pretty sure it'll yeah, work. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> I think I could, I could do 30 days in that All right, hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't okay. think I could do that? All right, yeah. Wait, no. no, I'm not asking you a serious question. You don't think, why? Not, what, would, what would break me? What would get me? 
uh, the list is way too, way too, anno- you get annoyed, something would break, you go, what is this broken? Who, it's this a is- hotel, something breaks, you call the office, oh, you yeah. don't get down And here. that's the other reason you can't do it, because it's just what you just said. It's a hotel. Let's move on from this. This was a dumb question. So, submersibles, you went and, and, and recommended How camera. dare you? This, people don't know the, how deep the Mariana Trench is. It's like 35,000 feet down or something, right? Yeah, 35 plus, yeah. Okay, so there's a submersible that's going to all of the trenches as the deepest. If they can do that and people know what that takes, how did this submersible not, I mean, I feel horrible that these people perish, but how is yeah. this submersible even allowed to go down if, if, it's, if, it, if, it's, if they if it know what it takes? Those standards. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I will tell you that I'm a fellow of the Explorers Club. And some of the people that were in that submersible were literally friends. Mm. And it's kind of a heartbreaking sort of wow. an event. Um, and I will tell you that a little bit of hubris goes a long way when it comes to pressure. Because pressure is inevitable. I mean, it really is. Once you get all of this pressure pushing on you, think about 6,000 pounds per square inch. Yeah. And what, what had tried to happen was a new and innovative design and anybody who innovates or anybody who's out in front, anybody who's trying to work magic, sometimes they get, uh, sometimes they get bit. But you knew these guys, so you've known some of these guys, these were explorers. These were guys who had credentials and checked and, and, and thought obviously that it would work. Yeah. And I mean, and it did in fact work several times. But the problem is repeatability of process. So you remember I told you I was an expert in submersibles. When I was in the Navy, I helped design and build dry combat submersible here at Special Operations Command. The reason why that hull is not made out of some sort of a laid up carbon fiber over titanium, which we looked at. I literally looked at that design and it was like, "Mm, there's no real repeatability of process and there's no real way to test it except destructive testing. So every time you test something that you make, like when you take steel and you put it underwater, it's not going to deform. If it does deform, it's a problem, but it's not going to deform. You're going to compress it, let it go, compress it, let it go, compress it, let it go. So that's kind of the thing that we went with. Steel, it's easy enough to work. They wanted to do something different, make it lighter, composite, uh, you know, composite wrapped around Titanium, which so the integrity, the integrity kept kept being diminished, and they didn't know that they didn't realize the point that it had reached potentially. Yeah, I mean, I cannot speak intelligently mm. to that, unfortunately. Uh, I, I, but I can tell you what, from my experience of carbon fiber laid over um, titanium, yes, the uh, little bubbles in the carbon fiber make weak points, and then when the pressure increases. All of a sudden, when you keep using it, it weakens that joint, weakens it, weakens it, weakens it. Also, when you use two dissimilar metals next to one another, you have problems. You have shearing mm. oh, issues. Got it. You have expansion issues. So it, it's very, very particular. Like, you know, the, the Navy has made a manual called the Man, Man 10 P9290. And it's the one on deep submergence. And every single thing that's in that book is written in blood because we hurt somebody and we said, okay. Let's not do that again, right? And this is in the heyday of doing underwater stuff, right? Well, we realized that underwater stuff is hard. And going back to your question at the beginning, guys, it's hard. It's hard and it's expensive. And that's why, you know, that's why people are not really exploring the oceans. Yeah. Unfortunately. These submarines that we hear about, military submarines, I mean, I, I always 
thought, I don't know, I guess I'm reading too many novels, that uh, spy submarines would go down and those crews would be down for more than 100 days. Am I, am I wrong about that? Or, or Ballistic missile submarines tend to go down for 90-day periods at a time. They have stayed longer than 100 days, right? Wow. But remember, that's a submarine. When you're in a submarine, you're at the same pressure you are at right now. Yeah. But those psychological aspects that we were talking about for something like a Mars mission, I mean, it, do, do those crews need to be vetted in the same way as you're talking about? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, there's a very strict command structure on board a nuclear submarine. Uh, you know, the, there, there are things that have to be done in a certain order. And everybody that works into that is trained into that environment. And they do. They train like they fight and they fight yeah. like they train. So when they go on the water... Click lights out. You know, there's no cell phone. There's no calling your girlfriend. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. Even with Amazing. the increase in testosterone, when you go down, there's no calling anybody. You just got to <laughs> deal with that. Before you go, I got to ask you something. This may not be in your area of expertise, but it's fascinating to me because we, the set, uh, the institute that is studying communication with animals, they they have whales and they click. They make like a popcorn sound. They make the the whale singing sound. They got AI sampling and sampling and sampling and sampling, trying to then decode what those things could possibly mean once it has a menu of all of that stuff with the intent of maybe being able to then communicating. Oh, Aquaman. With an, we're, doing with Aquaman. An, we're doing Aquaman. <laughs> is, that, is that something that's, that's, that you know about or that's in the near future? Well, I don't know how near away it is, and here's why. When you are doing that type stuff, what you need is the visual response from the animal. When they go, what does that mean? That means left turn. Right. So they have to have a accompanying video with uh, it to say, hey, everybody turn left. So when they go, that's a left turn or that's a right turn, whatever, you know, all those clicks and rings and all of that stuff. You do spend a lot of time good. underwater. That was very good. <laughs> I think you got to come up on land for a while because we're starting to get scared now. That was, way, that, was way, that was way too good. Thank you for being on, Doctor. What a pleasure. Thank I hope you guys. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. 
check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. When he says, I did seven hours a day of science, did you catch what the science was? He's, che- he's taking his own blood, he's taking his own urine, he's checking his own ears. He's de- the science was him. He was the science. Yeah, we know that. That's crazy. No, but that's how we got to the oxygen. For 100 stress. days, I'm going to go down there and take my blood and check my, my urine but and he watched spit his... in a cup and, and see if my eyeballs expanded. <laughs> and this is why we all think collectively say, thank God you're yeah. not the guy going I down. I could do the 100 days. I don't think I'd have a problem with that. I don't want that. I, I need more activities. <laughs> I need a, other things. You're in a tube, Jason. Yeah. You're in a tube. Check. The amazing thing is it's cholesterol went down over 70 points. That's pretty shocking. That is the reason I would like to do that, by the way. <laughs> I can get my cholesterol down. If I could do that rather than change my diet, if I just go down. So here's what that would sound like to days. people listening. Jason, how do you get your cholesterol down? Pretty fascinating. He's so, a cool guy. I liked him. And, and he didn't have to hold his breath in. Well, holding breath is a thing. First of all, he went down 22 feet. Which I don't want to <laughs> You say. went to 20. By the way. 22 feet. Mocking him. The guy's. Did an amazing thing. Yeah, and I know he's also a Navy diver, so he's been below 22 feet, but the hotel was 22 feet, which is not, you know, we're not talking. Oh, my gosh. In that, the that's not, so do you, the, the, this is an area, that, the world's deepest free dive. You know these people that they, they take a lot of air, and then without benefit of anything, down they go. They go as far as they can, and then they slowly make their I don't understand why you do that. The guy, I assume it's a guy, it's a French name, so... Uh, uh, Arnaud Gerald, mm-hmm. he broke the world's record. Do you know what the world's for record? holding your breath? No, for deepest dive. for deepest dive, for deepest free dive, twenty four feet. No, come on, <laughs> don't be an, don't be an idiot. <laughs> well, you cut father, this guy for twenty two feet. Don't, don't be an idiot. By the way, took me back home to my yeah, childhood. Right. Don't yeah, be right. an idiot. Uh, he went down. See, I don't know what. I don't know four hundred feet. That's exactly right. Really, four hundred feet. Wow. Yeah, under what? But you said breath holding, so. The, the professional, uh, the, the world record, uh, this is a name I'm sure I'm going to Okay. It, uh, the, the person's name is Budimir, and I think it's Zobat. Okay, um, all right. Uh, uh, how long did, how long, how long? I kind of know that. It's over, it's stunning. It's over 20 minutes. It's 24 minutes and 37 seconds. All right, so now I will do something. Record. You ready? Tell your friends. 24 to, minutes, to ga- I was going to say gather around the radio. Gather around the podcast because yeah. I've got the secret. Here it is. The secret, the secret to holding your breath. Yeah. I will reveal. I've never, people don't talk about this, but you got to figure when James Cameron was doing Avatar. Yeah. Did he do a casting call for actors and said, I want Daniel Day-Lewis. And they said, he can only go four and a half minutes with holding Daniel breath. Daniel Day-Lewis is we not an Avatar. Him. What's that? He's not an Avatar. Uh, because he couldn't hold his breath. That's what I'm saying. Is that <laughs> how you cast? Because you read that Sigourney Weaver held her breath for six and a half minutes. I did not read that. Kate Winslet did seven minutes and 14 seconds. Uh-huh. 
So of breath holding. How do you do it? Tom Cruise did six minutes in Mission Tom Impossible. Tom Cruise did six minutes, but Tom Cruise was swimming like a son of a gun. So you want to hear the secret, yeah. everybody? You want to hear the secret? Tell me. Here it is. And they, don't, they don't tell you this. So your body, when you're gasping for breath, has CO2 detectors in there and oxygen detectors, obviously. Yeah. It's more attuned to the CO2 in your blood, the carbon dioxide. Okay. okay. So your body, immediately, your brain gets a signal when there's a certain amount of CO2 in your system. Sure. Your oxygen, I think, is we're breathing 21% or something like that. So what these people do is they're breathing 100% oxygen for 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah. Which adjusts their, so, so they got all of this blood rich in oxygen, right? Yeah. Then they hyperventilate to get out even, even more CO2. Yeah, sure. You can, if you do that, even yeah. untrained, you yeah. can probably hold your breath for a couple minutes because your system doesn't kick in saying, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to need to breathe. You're going to need to breathe. It overrides that system. So what they do with the Sigourney Giver, unless, I'm, unless yeah. Jim Cameron calls me and tells me I'm wrong. Yeah. Because I'm sure. Before she trained, they make something. They she trained. didn't eat a ham sandwich and then go do it, is what you're saying. <laughs> okay, I understand. Pretty sure that's I get it. it. You see can that? I also mention, can I mention something else? Sure, of course. Who's, who's Before gonna, we get into who would could, stop you, you? could you live in the, that environment, let's talk about Aquaman for a second. Because we talked about, oh, we're going to communicate. You brought up the whole thing. We're going to communicate with the whales. That would seem to be Aquaman's big power. You know, they're killing themselves to make an Aquaman movie that works. Can I tell them, take a break? Because it didn't work. It didn't work as a you know, cartoon. I never got it didn't Aquaman. work as a comic strip. It wasn't Aquaman. What are we talking about? He so can. He what can is his special skill again? He he can hold his breath, which apparently now so, anybody so can, 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 can do that. He can swim really fast, really That's fast. That's it. And he in the in the animated series he could ride a giant seahorse. Have you ever seen a giant seahorse? I've never seen one. But so, so what, do you, what do you what do you do? But just... he could telepathically communicate with animals. To get them to do what? Exactly. There's a villain 15 feet on land. Right. Yeah. All right. Aquaman's pointless. At that point, didn't he have me, something else? That he special? might have had a, he, I think he had a try, but I'm, I'm confused. I don't know if this was Aquaman or Ariel's father <laughs> in the last, in the mermaid. <laughs> I had a trident, you know, that like could zing, you could make fireworks, but I don't gun, know even gun. what is that exciting? How is that exciting? Yeah, on the 4th of July, it's very exciting. I got to try I know it. we're going to get mail, but I watched a little Aquaman, and it just, it just doesn't. Jason Momoa is fine, but it, it's just, who? He's better on dry land. He's better on dry land. Everybody, Although the hair. Everybody is the better hair, on Except dry the hair in the water. I know where they The only them. person not better on dry land was Esther Williams. After that. In Aquaman, who, was, who else is in there in that movie? Amber Heard. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, no comment. Okay. And I can't remember. And, and uh, uh, Patrick uh, Wilson plays uh, the villain in and is it how much of the movie takes place underwater? Too much. <laughs> okay, all right. I, if you like, by the way, if, by the way, they they uh, it was great underwater. The hair, you know, that's what I love. I love that. But they the talking was uninterrupted. There was no. they talk yeah. like you and I are talking. How? I don't know. And when he communicated, did he do it like our guy? When he went, oh. no, he did not. He just thought Tele it's telepathic. Oh, telepathic, Peter. Yeah, you think. He's so right, he's whales on the left, so Jason dolphins Mom on the right. Jason Momoa's sitting there going, I could go for a tuna sandwich right now. Oh, and every... Right animal, into his mouth. Right, right into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> could you do the isolation? Forget the environment. Could you do... Because you, you talked about the, the, this unbelievable 
tragedy. It's of tough. The man it's who it's, all those it's years. I, I could and then I couldn't. I think I could because of COVID. It, it prepped us a little bit. I could see. But you weren't alone. But I wasn't you, alone. And, but I wish. I wish. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a, t- it's a tough one. Everything I've read about isolation is really tough that you start really losing I, your I your don't think I could do it. I do not like being alone. I, I, I have never, as an adult, I mean, I've done, like, you know, when I've been on the road and stuff, I'm not with Dana, but I've never lived alone. I went from college roommate, college friends. Uh, I had a roommate when I came out of college for You've a never lived months, alone? And then I, I met Dana, and, and Dana and I have been together ever since. So. Wow. I have never lived See, alone. See, and I like, I like living alone. I like being alone. I get stuff done alone for a period of time. I, I'm okay for When I have to do, like, a stay, if I go out of town to do a play or do something, I'm good for a week, two, or three, and after that, I go, I don't like But it. your work is social. You're usually in stuff with sure. other people, so that's a, that's a real... But when I come home to the empty hotel room or the empty that's thing... That's tough for you. I, I oh, dude. And I'll tell you the worst. I cannot... I can't go to bed. I, I, so Dana and I, we get into bed, we turn off the lights, we go to sleep. The act of turning off the lights and going, I'm going to be unconscious now for a couple of hours. I can't do it. I have to have the TV on and I have to fall asleep to the TV, which is not a sound sleep. It, it's, it's, Dude, I got to tell I you cannot, this. And my wife will listen to this episode, it. but I got to tell you, when I'm alone, she's out like she's out of town now. I miss her. On the other hand, I'm eating in bed. I'm watching what I want to watch. I don't, have to, I don't have to ask. Dana sleeps like a baby oh my when God. I'm out there. Oh I, my can't God. Oh. I can't do it. And then she, she gets home. She goes, there's a stain on the bed. Did you have food in the bed? I go, why would I eat food in the bed? Wow. Why would you think I ate food in the bed? Of course <laughs> I ate food in the bed. Guggenheim, what do you got? Well, <laughs> you really gave me a lot right there at the end there. Um, Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> Aquaman. <laughs> Which was um, an offshoot cool. from the Submariner, I believe. N- N- Namor was the prince of the... Wow. He, he was Submariner, and then it was Aquaman. Well, I don't think the people at DC really care. It, it grossed over a, over a billion dollars. Wow. So, really? Yes. So where yes, is it? Yes. Okay, all right. 1.150 billion win. worldwide, well, making it the highest-grossing DCEU, whatever that is, uh, film... Highest grossing film based on a DC Comics character in the fifth highest grossing film of 2008. They're about to release a sequel. They were just... What? what? Know, I'm uh, looking on Rotten Tomatoes right now. You keep talking. I'm going to check Rotten Tomatoes. The, the, uh, and, and, and Peter, how are you pronouncing the star's name? I just want to... Jason Momoa. Momoa. Isn't Momoa. That okay, I just thought you were putting it. Oh, uh, see. William, William what do you think I said? Was in, I, I thought you said something different. That's all. A Nicole Kidman was in that. Oh, uh, was she Boba really? Fett. Wow. Boba Fett was in it. Um, a lot of people were, uh, of, of very talented and professional people were in there. Um, so, I, and I, there is one other correction. The uh, released uh, individual, Albert uh, Woodfox, who was the uh, prisoner kept yeah, 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 yeah. in isolation for, a, uh, for 43 years that was wrongly convicted and then tragically died. He is not the longest to be in uh, solitary confinement. No, oh, so, okay. uh, that is Robert Moldsley, who is a British man who was in 45 years Jeez. of I- isolation, which means 23 out of 24 hours a day, he was uh, uh, in his cell. It's interesting though, he's actually called Hannibal the Cannibal based on the Silence of the Lambs character for a couple of reasons, one of which is his isolation cell 
has that glass oh, front wow. like no. you will remember Are from you that. Yes. They modeled it. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, like when um, Clarice right. would, would have visit. that, uh, yeah, interplay with him. And he, um, it's very clear he he did do what what they said he did. So he's not a very nice guy, but still, you you, you think of things like you, you, yeah. you lose your you lose your yeah. stuff. It's it's well, thank really you, terrible. Han. Thank you, sir. Wow. By the way, you're very, you're very uh, Aquaman uh, sixty six on Rotten Tomatoes. Doesn't matter. It made a billion. Something. I didn't say it was well well reviewed. It, it wasn't well reviewed. I didn't care for it myself. How come I didn't when you and it? I make when Peter and I make things, we don't get good reviews, but we don't make a billion dollars either. <laughs> that you found funny. That you found funny. Really? No, really. And we're out. You are so underwater. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Yeah. 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 Announcer, no. Yeah. Take yeah. us away. As another episode of Really No Really comes to a close, you may be asking where researchers believe the lost, sunken city of Atlantis might be located. Well, I'll tell you in just a moment, but first let's thank our guest, Dr. Joseph Deturi. You can find him on Instagram at drdeepsea, on the web at drdeepsea.com, and you can find all pertinent links in our show notes. Our little show hangs out on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and threads at Really No Really Podcast. And of course, you can share your thoughts and feedback with us online at reallyknowreally.com. If you have a really, some amazing fact or story that boggles your mind, share it with us. And if we use it, we will send you a little gift. Nothing life-changing, obviously, but it's the thought that counts. Check out our full episodes on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, and tick that bell so you're updated when we release new videos and episodes, which we do each Tuesday. So listen and follow us on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, where is the legendary lost city of Atlantis? This is a mystery that has confounded researchers and explorers for decades. No one's been able to claim a definitive location for the ancient city mentioned in the writings of Plato. But currently, there is speculation from noted scientists that place Atlantis off of Greece, Crete, Cyprus, the Nile Delta, Sardinia, Malta, Turkey, Spain, Morocco, Mauritania, Ireland, Denmark, Finland, Britain, the Americas, Antarctica, and the North Pole. Or, if I may paraphrase these noted scientists, we don't know where the lost city of Atlantis is, please stop asking. Really No Really is a production of iHeartRadio and Blase Entertainment. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done.